Welcome to Fold in the Cheese. It is your boy, K-Troll, on the mic on a special nighttime edition of Fold in the Cheese. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you're seeing a very grainy Ethan Gelfand in the wild. Penn State sweats. He's ready to rock. Where are you, Eddie? I am currently in Hubbard Lake, Michigan. Yes, bring out your map of the mitten with your hand. And we are all the way up here. Uh, yeah. Way up there. Oh, actually, I used the wrong hand. Pinky side. That's all right. You're yeah. by pinky side. By the pinky. That's okay. Uh, we are joined by guess He's not going to be on camera today. But Kemp, why don't you tell what uh, what we're doing today? What's, what's the format? We do have a special guest because we are doing a redraft of the fantasy season. If the season started today, who would you pick, and which rounds would you pick them? So we're going to be going through. Some of the star players up to this point who we project to be the star players for the rest of the season. We do have a special guest, one Kyle Siegert. Our arch nemesis, Kyle Siegert, <laughs> is on the pod to do a draft with us. Uh, he's not going to be doing much talking because he's in his jammies right now. But he is on the pod. He will yes. be doing draft on Sleeper with us. We've got it queued up right here. We are supposed to have a fourth person put his kid to bed. It's late. It's nighttime. What are you going to do? It's going to be a CPU. Nick Chubb probably going to go in the second round. That's okay. We don't care. All right? We don't care. I hope he gets the all-IL team. So, you got Nick Chubb, Kirk Cousins, probably in a late round. Uh, who else we got? Well, I guess now Deshaun Watson. So, we'll see. J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, sure. Sure. Let's That's kick these things off, man. I think it's uh, it's not probably gonna, not going to take that long, but um, let's go ahead and do it. And your internet's crap anyway, and we got to give the people what they want. Our analysis. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yes, and of course you took the first pick, and Kyle got second, so here I am at three. Great. Yep, you can suck it on that. I'm going to go ahead with the first pick. I'm going to very easily just take Christian McCaffrey here as soon as I start the draft for everyone. <laughs> I think Christian McCaffrey would still be your number Kyle's one. Kyle's already groaning. He's mad. Boom. Done. Okay. Now let's see. So Kyle's up with the second pick. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you go running back here? I mean, as we saw, it's basically Christian McCaffrey and then the world. Um, it's kind of just like the field for running backs. So I don't know. Do you go? Oh, he already took Austin Eckler. Okay. Uh, I like it. Yeah, I mean, I think rest of the season is pretty oh, safe. My. It's a pretty safe bet. He's a stud. He was injured there in a the little bit in the middle, so his numbers aren't going to stack up total points-wise to everybody else, but you know what he's going to do rest of the season. True. Um, unfortunately, we are in such boonies that uh, my sleeper app is not updating, so that's great. Can you draft for me if I tell you who it is or no? Um, yeah, I can pick who you want. Perfect. Uh, you know what? He's going to be coming back, so give me Justin Jefferson. All right, there you go. Justin Jefferson. He might be coming back. On the turn, Team 4 CPU took Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill. Yikes. What a wow. duo that is. Yeah. Um, that, those are some CPU picks that I think would still hold up today. Those are still valid rock star picks. Yeah, true. I mean, once you get like double crushed wide receiver, I mean, as we kind of saw this season, running back has been kind of funky just with, as we said, top heavy with Christian McCaffrey and then kind of everybody else. So if you can get those stud wide receivers, it's pretty good. Um, 
And you know what? I'm going to keep riding the wide receiver train. Uh, give me CD Lamb. CD Lamb. All right. Preseason was number 11 in the rankings. He goes uh, 2.2 in the four team draft. So he's actually the sixth pick. <laughs> we got your boy Kyle over here. Oh, six, boy. Six I need to get back on my team. How do I get on my team? There we go. Kyle goes to Stefan Diggs. Yep. I love that. Um, hmm. Pretty good pick, really. So now I'm sitting here thinking, all right, we got running backs still, quite a few of them that I like. Um, receivers are starting to go pretty quickly here. So maybe I need to make a run on that. I don't know. Um, I feel like at this point, why not? I'm going to go with A.J. Brown, who's been an absolute monster consistently. Yeah, you got, I keep forgetting you got the double pick, too, so that's kind of deadly. You got A.J. Brown, so you're going to go number wide receiver, or you're going to go another running back? What are you thinking? I'm actually going to go with another wide receiver here because you know I got love for my boy, wow. Amon Ra. What a monster. Yeah, you do. I'm taking him here. Let's I just go. heard Kyle groan, so I think he was he was looking at Amon Ra pretty heavily there, so he, he just let out a big, uh He mad. He mad. <laughs> Oh, see, he's not picking right away, so now he has to think. I bet he had him queued up. Yeah, he's probably like, well, shoot. Okay, so now does he go running back? Kyle, just, I know you can hear me. What, what are you thinking here? You're going to go another running back, wide receiver. Running back. He wants a running back, but he's not sure. I mean, it's just kind of gross. I mean, it's, it's tight, end in our lineup. tight end is in our lineup, so you can go with uh Okay, he David jumps Ninja on Travis Kelty. Oh, okay. Nice pick. This is a great pick so long as Taylor's at the games. I know. It's crazy to see his stats when she is there versus when he, she is not. And so uh, Kyle is the biggest Swifty right now. So it's great. Unfortunately, it great. she's embarking on her international um, tour. Man. And won't be there. That's true. The time change is going to be a beast. So, uh, I'm, again, I, I know I just keep harping on this, the fact that running backs are so gross this year. I mean, I'm not look, I don't want to Josh Jacobs. I don't, I mean, Jonathan Taylor's kind of the only guy I'm thinking here, but he's still kind of a wild card. You're not sure what he's going to do. Um, but you know, I talked about it. I got to stay consistent. I'm going to get Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, who has been good, not great. If I'm being honest, he's been like <laughs> rock solid, but not the number one guy it's you true. drafted. He's like a, he's like a six or seven quarterback. Honestly, he's not even, not even performing at the top level. So um, I I personally don't love that pick right here, but I get why you would do it. It is Mahomes. I get it. I the did that. Nick Chubb, there he is. Nick Chubb, there he is. <laughs> Nick Chubb goes to the end of the third. It's a sentimental I mean, pick. I was thinking John for a second. He just was still walking down with, and Arthur Smith is also such a wild card, not liking how he used his rookie. You sound like uh, you sound like Vol Voltron currently. Uh, I'm gonna go with Etienne right here because I need a running back and he has been hot. So give me, give me. A yeah. So Travis Etienne has actually been an absolute monster. This That's a great pick. And once again, some. Some right back to back picks. He is groaned. <laughs> Kyle had that one circled, so watch out. He had it circled on a sheet. We had draft sheets we all printed out here. 
We did. I was talking about trading picks once I learned I had the third. Yep. You're like, man, hang on. Hang on. I don't need my flex. Give me uh <laughs> All right, Kyle's, Kyle's going to take all of his draft time. You know, he He's got right one hour he's to make this pick. So we'll see who he goes with. He has a whole hour, and he is going to make it. If you wanted to stay, we can just have Kemper do it. Uh, give me. He wants. Kemper, you're going to have to click it for him. Give me Josh Allen. He wants Josh Allen. Turnover. Calling to lose. And actually, Kemper, I do have to uh, pause the draft. Well, obviously, you have a pick, so you don't have to pause the actual draft. But I, have an I do have so to talk good. about this real quick. So, in, in our league, uh, you know, so coming into um, Monday night, I'm playing Rob, and I'm only down 28, and I have Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. I'm feeling somewhat confident because they've been a dynamic duo for me. They've been doing really well. And then he had his classic week one game of 50 turnovers, no yards. Stephon Diggs was a non-factor, and so I end up losing by five. But I do have to make mention that prior to Thursday night's game, uh, I needed a wide receiver because Cooper Cup was on by. And Rasheed Rice on by, so I was I was hurting. I needed another wide receiver, so I, I text Ricky, who is in our league, saying, "Hey, let me make a quick trade so I can get a wide receiver in this week. Give me Johnson." I was trying to make all these fire deals real quick, and uh, it did not end up working out. So unfortunately, I had to pick someone up up on the waiver wire, waiver wire, and he and I were going back and forth. I'm like, I'm, I don't like it, but I'm gonna go with Darnell Mooney. I'm not happy with the choice, but. You know, and Ricky was building me up saying, you know, like your team's fine. You know, you're, you're fine if he has a dud of a game, like your team's solid. I'm like, I don't know, man. I think this could have been a bad choice. So we were going back and forth and we channeled our, channeled our inner anchorman. And it's like, well, we'll see on Monday if uh, Darnell Mooney was, was indeed a bad choice because milk is a bad choice. Um, so what happens? I end up losing by five points. And that's with Darnell Mooney getting me three. So basically, two other wide receivers I was looking at. One was Odell Beckham. Uh, I would have gotten, I think, 11 out of him. And I forget the other guy. But at the end of the day, Milk Darnell Mooney was a bad choice. Darnell Mooney is henceforth known as Milk. There you go. Okay. I love it. A bit of a long story for my taste, but it was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) The fans want to hear it, Kemper. The fans fans want to hear it. All right, so at this point, um, there are two quarterbacks that I am totally comfortable taking and uh, one for more comedic value than the other. But um, So I'm going to leave quarterback. I'm going to leave quarterback for now. There's no reason That's to jump true. on it because there's only two more teams remaining. So That's true. I hope, I hope team four just takes all the quarterbacks now. I think you were a fool for passing on Jonathan Taylor, so I'm going to go with him. I've got him in my league, and – um, oh, that's JJ Taylor, not who I wanted. Um, I've got him in several leagues, and he actually has been rock solid. He's been very consistent. He's been getting much more workload each week. It's been increasing. So I'm going to go ahead and jump on that uh, without even thinking twice. Uh, Kemper, I think I think that's a little bit of an ownership fallacy here. You have a little bias towards your guy. You're you're valuing him way higher. So uh, that's what I think is ownership of- fallacy. Is that what you were uh, trying to come up with the other day when you were trying to think of? Uh, yes. Your own, your own. Uh, and I'm not going to lie. I can't there. even take credit for it right now. I just have uh, old whispers here in the background just saying, I'm like, well, since he's not on camera, I'm going to take it. Ownership fallacy. Um, okay. Nice <laughs> try. That's good. That works. 
And I got to I gotta disagree with you once again because Josh Jacobs has been also rock solid, especially since they fired Josh McDaniels. They are <laughs> pounding the rock. He's 20 carries a game. The guy's getting 100 yards every game and a touchdown. What's not to love about that? That's a steal. Yep. <clears throat> steal. Uh, once again, Kyle groaned. So we were just stealing all of his picks. No, that was a you fool groan. Oh, he did a you fool groan. Sorry, I misinterpreted the groan. So oh, that was you, fool. you fool. Got it. I forgot that Kyle knows everything. Uh, last three <laughs> weeks for Jonathan or for Josh Jacobs in our PPR league, 16.8, 21.8, 13.7. For my third running back, I will take that all day. <laughs> okay, so Kyle is currently up. He has one of everything. Uh, so he's he's kind of looking to fill the rainbow out. squad. He's, really, he's checking all the boxes, which you know, nothing wrong with that. And uh he's he's wincing. So I don't know. Oh, he made the pick. Devontae Adams. Here Devante I will groan on this one. Adams. I'm going to groan on that one grown. because I do feel like Cooper Cup is probably a better pick there. Uh, personally, Devontae Adams has been such a wild card the last several weeks. I don't know. I don't love that. Yeah. I mean, I love his early production for sure. Um, I don't feel great about what he's been doing lately, and I don't I don't know what to attribute it to, but I don't know. I feel like Adam Thielen might have been a better choice as well. I mean, he's hanging out there. Just saying. Well, it's interesting you say Cooper Cup. My app is working now, so I was able to actually make my pick. And I was kind of – I was eyeing him. I was hoping he would make his way back. He did. I'm very happy with my wide receiver room. Uh, I was kind of eyeing Saquon. I know the Giants have been struggling ridiculously amounts on offense because they're on their fourth-string quarterback who still lives at home with his mom, and he, she still does his laundry and all that stuff. But, I mean, obviously they're just going to feed him the rock as much as they can. But – you know, anyway, uh, Team Four got him along with Jalen Hurts. So I know you were probably looking at him, but you're happy with you know the fourth quarterback that's going to come your way. So I know you weren't too upset about that. Uh, but right now, I do need another running back. So with that, I, this guy, man, I'm kind of stuck between two, and I'll, and I'll talk it out. I'm looking at Tony Pollard here, but he hasn't really shown me anything this season to really warrant it. Um, so I don't know if I want to. I want to do it here. And the other guy is Jameer Gibbs. I mean, he has he when David Montgomery was out, he was an absolute stud. Uh, you know, David Montgomery came back this week. They both had monster games. I don't know if they can sustain that, but I'm going to go with the wild card here, and I am actually going to take Jameer. I just like his upside. Yeah. I actually prefer that pick to Pollard right now. I think Gibbs has shown you more. I honestly prefer Montgomery to Pollard as well right yeah. now. I think you could take either one of them. So that's not a bad pick at all. Okay, so once again, Kyle picked running back early and then has stayed away from it since. He does not have to He's worry about tight to end. One more. <laughs> All right. He goes with Derrick Henry, who, oh, other Derrick than this past week, so, who was complete garbage this week, he has been really good otherwise, and he has a great schedule remaining for the rest of the season. I like Derrick Henry, of course. And um, I love the stiff arms. Giddy up. <laughs> uh, yes, and in so, our, one of our pool boys videos, we did have this stiff arm badge, and that was great to see. It was just fun watching Derrick Henry stiff arm clips. There's honestly like half an hour of clips, so it's spectacular. You can watch him on repeat, man. It's fantastic. He has the absolute best stiff arms. So uh, because this weird format, yeah. we've only drafted That's one funny. tight end so far. And so... <laughs> I've got my pick of pretty much everybody. Um, <laughs> I did not expect that Mark Andrews would be sitting here for me, so I feel obligated to go ahead and grab him. 
Um, but I will tell you, there have been some and decent then, tight ends that emerge, uh, particularly from the rookie class with Sam Laporta yeah. and Dalton Kincaid. So I feel like Sam either of those guys man. would have been really good. Hawkinson would have been really good as well. Um, I feel good about any of those. Dalton Schultz, you've talked about him as like a really solid weekly starter. Um, I like that as well. I'm gonna. I've got two options here at quarterback, though. I actually got several, but uh, I feel like Justin <laughs> Herbert. I feel like Justin Herbert has lived up to the hype and has been really good this year. Very good, consistent every week. Definitely the kind of guy you want to go with. But I got to tell you, I'm kind of feeling my guy. So once again, please tell me you're taking Josh Dobbs. Please tell me you're taking Josh Dobbs. Give me uh, CJ Stroud, baby. Let's go. CJ Stroud on fire. All Rest right, of the season, CJ Stroud is a monster. And I would recommend somebody who needs a receiver to take Tank Dell because he's also a monster. Jalen Waddle, trash yes. pick. Should have taken Tank Dell. <laughs> he's just all in on the Texans. Just, well, not the running backs, but everyone else on the Texans is fine. Uh, so I have to take my tight end here. I was thinking about two names mentioned both of them um, i was looking at tj hawkinson and sam porta ironically i have both of their teammates so i was like ah does it steal from the other one uh, so i'm actually gonna go with one samuel laporta because i don't want jefferson to kind of compete with hawkinson even though hawkinson has kind of been a monster monster for josh dobbs uh, i am gonna end up going with sammy where is he laporta give me that yeah Last pick takes Kittle. I think Hawkinson's a better pick than Laporta, honestly. And honest, truthfully, I feel like Kincaid is a rocking pick as well. I think he's going to come on. He's already been really solid the last three weeks. I think he's going to have a monster finish to the season. Um, and I think long-term he's going to be a stud as well. But there's our teams. I go Stroud because I know Herbert's going to be sitting on the waiver wire if I need him later. So no big <laughs> deal. If Stroud starts struggling, I've got him covered. <laughs> it's all good there. Um, so let me tell you my my crew here. This is a redraft, middle mid-season redraft. I had the number one pick of four. So these are going to be absolute beast teams. I got C.J. Stroud at quarterback, who is in the MVP race right now. Christian McCaffrey and Jonathan Taylor at running back. A.J. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown. A lot of Browns in my receiving room. Mark Andrews at tight end. Josh Jacobs at the flex. Giddy up. That's that's a pretty dirty team. As you said, they were with super teams. All right, now we got Kyle, who sat in the number two slot. Uh, so at his quarterback, he's got Josh Allen. Uh, by running backs, Austin Eckler and Derrick Henry. And then his wide receivers are Stephon Diggs, Devonta Adams, Jalen Waddle with Travis Kelsey, basically as his fourth wide receiver. Uh, yeah. So obviously Waddle going in his flex and Kelsey as his tight end. So yeah, I wasn't so sure on the Waddle pick again for doing the redraft. He hasn't been as strong this season, which has kind of been a little disappointing, I think, for his owners. But, you know, he's always solid. But I don't know. I think there were some other picks there, Kyle. Uh, and then I was drafting from the three spot. My quarterback is one Patrick Mahomes. And then running backs. This is probably I probably have the weakest running back rooms of the of the four teams. But that's all right. I got ETN, who's just been so hot. So hot right now. Hansel. So, so hot. hot right now. Hansel. Uh, Jameer Gibbs. And then my wide receivers cannot be touched. Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb, uh, tight end Sam Laporta. And then at my flex, I got Cooper Cup. So I'm pretty happy with that. I love that. And then team injury over here has gone with Jalen Hurts, <laughs> a quarterback, and Nick Chubb, starting running back, B. John Robinson, Saquon Barkley, Tyreek Hill, and Jamar Chase with George Kittle at tight end. These four teams are all completely stacked. It's a four-team draft. Um, but it was interesting to talk through at least how some of these names shifted from early season to now. I mean, anyone in the second round in this draft 
was a first round would be a first rounder in a tw- ten or twelve team league. Anyone in the first three rounds would be a first rounder in a twelve teamer. So um, it is interesting to see some different names. Like I think of AJ Brown and Amon Ra, both that were you know Jeff. second, third round guys that are both first rounders here. You know, CD Lamb was always kind of at the turn uh, of the first round. So some interesting names kind of moved back uh, or moved forward, I guess, uh, quite a bit, and then some moved back as well. So um, yeah. It's it interesting exercise. to see just kind of just some of those risers and fallers. And once again, I feel like this kind of also ties in, into our segment where we talk about blind resumes. You know, you you sometimes are gravitating towards those big names, but you know, as the first half of the season showing you, it's not necessarily always going to be those guys. I mean, running backs are just have dropped so far. As it's Christian McCaffrey, Eckler now coming back from injury certainly helps. So that's why he's still up there. But then after that, you just you just gotta wait, just because I mean, the next running back picked was you with Jonathan Taylor, and granted. In the original draft, he was still holding out and the whole drama, so he fell way far down. Uh, but he's getting back into form. Uh, ETN, I think, was a big riser. Uh, Bijan yep. fell a little bit just because he struggled and with Arthur. So, yeah, it's just kind of interesting to see these risers and followers. It was good. It was fun. Uh, it was the worst. Yep, I completely agree. Um, anything else to cover from the NFL <laughs> this week? Because uh, you are – on a hunting trip and in as you are in the wilderness, your internet has not been very well established, but um, anything else to cover here from you <laughs> or the pajama man in the background? <laughs> I just had to talk about those lions, man. I think one of the more entertaining games of the weekend. I mean, going into LA charters and, and getting that big win uh, also showing once again, we talked a little bit about it, that they can handle Montgomery and Gibbs both having a big role in the offense. I think that's one of the just more fun offensive teams. Um, so yeah, I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. Although what's crazy, Josh Dobbs is a very competent quarterback and now has the Vikings sitting at six and four. So the Lions have to kind of look, be looking in the rear view mirror a tiny bit going, is this astronaut going to make a push and challenge us? Kyle, two thoughts on the Lions and Vikes go. Uh, pretenders. Pretenders. He says the Vikings pretenders. are pretenders. Send them into space. They're fine. <laughs> they're, they, fine. they're winning without Justin Jefferson. How is that a pretender? That's true. Valid point. So I think that's going to be a fun race at the end. Uh, uh, space race, if you will. But Space yeah. race. So what I like about the Lions, real quick, I'll chime in on that, because I feel like they can win either type of game. Like they, they came in this year, and their defense was supposed to be much improved, and it was much improved last year with the Aiden Hutchinson. Obviously, they're getting better. So you think, like, okay, their defense is going to be keeping people in low-scoring games, and their offense we know is pretty potent. But they're in a complete shootout against the Chargers this week, and they still managed to find a way to win. So that's impressive to me. On the flip side, they have not beaten many teams that are over 500. So uh, that's that's questionable. I mean, you got to be fair. There aren't many teams over 500 in the NFC, but they haven't they haven't beaten that many great teams. So you got to wonder how they're going to fare against someone like San Francisco or Philly or somebody like that in the NFC. But um, they're definitely a top three NFC team in my mind. I think I think Dallas in the conversation, San Fran and Philly, they're all kind of there. Um, you feel less confident. I feel less confident in the Lions because they haven't seen it before. They don't have the elite defense the other three do have, but they've got some players on defense. And so I don't know. I'd love to see them shut people down a little bit more. The one other thing I'll just say about the Lions is with Dan Campbell, he has balls of steel. I mean, how many times has he gone for it? In that charge game alone, I think he went for it on fourth four or five times. And, you know, they're playing all these bags of tricks. So he <clears throat> he kind of adds that wild card. And you say they haven't been there before, which is very true. 
But with him at the helm, it's basically like that doesn't matter because he's still going to do him. He's still going to make the bold moves and not be conservative, play not to lose. That's not his style. So I think that's kind of a little bit of an X factor, a little bit of a wild card. So we'll just kind of see. It could bite him in the butt, you know, kind of always going for it. But right now it's exciting and fun to watch. So we'll see. I like that wild card. I don't like it when Brandon Staley does it in L.A. because he's terrible at it. But I do like it when Dan Campbell does it. <laughs> the, what I will say is like maybe – so you think of Kansas City last year and their defense was underperforming all year, but when the playoffs came around, they really locked down. I would be really curious yeah. to see if the Lions can do the same thing because if they can, the offense is good enough to get them to the big game. If that defense can lock down when it matters most, it can make a big difference. Ending on one crazy stat. So the Lions have won two primetime games on the road, which has only been done six times in NFL history. The other five teams to do it have gone to the Super Bowl. Just saying. Very minute, very yep. weird, small stat, but Lions country, here you go. So with up. that in mind, Guaranteed. watch out for these Lions. It's going to be a great race in the NFC. And until next time, keep on folding. Fold it. Fold it.